Welcome to the podcast. Yeah, Evil. yeah. And and Vinny, that's great. Sorry to cut you off, but I think we need to start off this podcast with something very serious that <laughs> we have forgotten to address over our last however many podcasts. And that is the fact that we owe somebody out there an apology. So this is going to be a formal apology. A little while ago, basically what happened is, Vinny, we got, I forget if it was an email or a notification that somebody submitted us a question, a question to our podcast page. And whoever you are out there that submitted that question, it's not that we don't want to answer it. It's just that we cannot figure out how to see it. So we're not ignoring you and we apologize. But whenever we figure that out, we will answer your question. I I didn't even know this, but that is cool that we have a question. I want to know what the question is, too. Now, I feel like I I want to give an answer, but this sucks that we don't know the question. No, I'm actually dying to know. I have no idea what it is, but it it is tragic. You could say that we don't know what it is. How'd you find out we had a question, Brian? I definitely told you about this. We got like an email or something. I have no idea where that email is. This was like a month ago. This was like two months ago, even. Interesting. I probably have heard about this, but we still have not, even a month ago, still have not found out what the question is. So I think we saw that we got a question and it was like, log into your podcaster page. And I was like, well, I didn't even know we had like an official podcaster page. So I think I texted you and I was like, hey, do you know how to like do this? And you were like, no. And that was the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll answer your question. We just got to get to it. But probably seven, like I want to, you know, around at least seven is what I want to give like a pre-answer for them. Oh, as as the answer to their question. (laughs) Yeah. I just want to guess, you know, I was thinking maybe like seven and a half, but I will go seven for sure. Seven is the answer to your question, whoever whoever you are out there. But yeah, speaking of tragic moments, that's what we're going to talk about today is some some anecdotes, some just hypotheticals, but just some outright tragic things that either can or have happened out there. So Vinny, what do you think? Do you want to you kick this off or should I go ahead and get one of my, my traumatic moments? I think, uh, let me T-ball this one. Let me, let me set it up on the team. Let me, let me hit it. Let me hit the okay. first. I'll hit lead off. Um, I think a really tragic moment, and this is just a real life scenario. If you haven't done this, I would imagine you're the goddamn luckiest man or woman on the planet, but I feel like stubbing your toe, man, is just a really sad thing to happen. As soon as you stub your toe, your entire day is ruined. Yeah. Now, Vinny, you said you were batting lead off. That's a line drive up the middle way to get on base right there. That just sucks. Stabbing, stabbing your toe. I mean, stabbing your your toe toe would probably suck too. I got to be honest, but stubbing your toe is just an immediate way to just ruin your day. No, it does not matter what's going on in your life. You are automatically in a shitty mood after stubbing your toe, which is pretty tragic. If you were planning on having a good day, see ya. Yep. Not having a good one. No more. No more toe. Your toe might be gone after that. Yeah. It might like want a different contract and might leave the team and might just, you know, exile from the other nine that it got on its team. The other nine might not take it well, but if you stub a toe, it might just want off. No, because I mean, like as a coach, you're not allowed to hit your players. So if you if you stub your toe, if you injure your toe, like I, I would not be surprised if it demands a trade. I actually have two big scars on my right big toe oh, wow. from stubbing it. It was in my pool and I was jumping off the diving board. I don't remember how exactly this happened, but I was getting a running start, stubbed the shit out of my toe, fell into the pool, and my toe was just gushing blood, and I have two big scars to show for it. So 
Thankfully, it didn't demand a trade. I'm happy it did stay after that because that's a tragic moment. Yeah. That's something that it must yeah. have said, like, this is tragic. I want to leave the team. No, 100%. But it, you you ended up keeping it at the end of the day. You know, this is probably going to make StubHub stock fall <laughs> because <laughs> just for their name, they they sadly named their their hub of stubs. That sucks. I wonder if everyone who works there, as soon as they walk into the hub, if they're all just stubbing their toes with every single step they take. Maybe that's what that means. That's what I'm imagining. Yeah, every every step is like a, a dragged corner. You know shoes allowed. You have to walk into them. That's the whole point. That is tragic. Okay, so we have stubbing your toe and apparently working at StubHub. Yeah. Man, what else? Yeah. What, what do you got to throw out as a tragic moment? Yeah, so Vinny, you're, you're going to have to bear with me here. This is something that actually happened. It's a true story. And it's just simply not easy to tell this story without tearing up and crying. So... Let me set the scene for you. This was not long after I had just moved to Philly and just started my job. I wake up. It's a day that I'm going into the office. Things got away from me. I was on for on my phone for too long. And now all of a sudden, uh-oh, I am running late for work. So I need to hurry. I go downstairs. I get a bowl of cereal because I got to eat something before I go to work. I come okay. back upstairs. All is good. And then I thought to myself, hey, wait a second. I have blueberries in the refrigerator downstairs. And those blues and those blueberries would be excellent in this cereal. So naturally, Vinny, what I did was I went downstairs and I put some blueberries in my cereal. All is still going well. Absolutely. And then I'm coming back up the stairs. And now here's where the dramatic part of the story starts. And I was wearing slides, flip flops, whatever you want to call them. I get all the way up, Vinny, to the last stair. The very, very last one. I don't even know how many stairs are in my apartment. Maybe 16. I was 15 for 16. That's a good amount. So close. And then all I would have had to do is eat my cereal and go to work. I would have been on time. And on that last step, the the toe of my flip-flop basically got stubbed. It got caught on the last step. Oh, no. And I went down hard. A very loud crash. My cereal went flying, the blueberries went flying, and then my roommate, whose door I had just fallen right in front of, hears this loud crash and just says, are you okay, B-Long? And I say, no. And I mean, this was absolutely tragic for me, but thinking about it from his perspective, to just open his door and then just see me just laying face first, accepting defeat in a bowl of cereal, (laughs) yeah, that probably, uh, that might have brightened up his day, but it certainly did not brighten up mine. Because A, I was late for work. Uh-huh. B, I lost my cereal and the blueberries. So I had to go make another bowl. Huge waste. And I had to clean it all up. So uh, naturally, the first thing I did as soon as I got to work was I sat everyone down and I told them exactly what happened and exactly why I was probably not going to be myself for the rest of the day, the rest of the the week, the month, the year, yeah. even, dare I say. I think it, it took well over a year to officially get over that. But a story to tell. Thank you for telling it. I do appreciate you. Like, I didn't want you revisiting the memory, but I appreciate you going through it for the crowd. I believe Marvin's room was playing the entire time that it happened. It was. Even Drake was there singing it. <laughs> Drake actually was my roommate who said, are you okay, B-Long? And then opened the door, saw me laying face first in my cereal and started singing Marvin's room. 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's exactly how the story happened. Correct me if I'm yeah. wrong, too. Weren't the blueberries on the way out? Yeah. Weren't they almost dead blueberries? They were almost going to die. You were saving their lives, per se. Yep. Tragic moment. Overall tragedy. I'm so happy you survived. Uh, me, too. I was worried for my life. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I do want to point out that, that you did just say that uh, you didn't mean to, like, revive these bad memories and make me go through that again. Uh, Tragic Moments was your idea for a podcast. So I'm just going to point that out. So I think this was your intent all along, but... Here we are. And you know what? I'm putting on a brave face and let's just keep going. Whoa. No, 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 Vinny. Go on to the next one. Go on to the next one. I'm done. I'm done with this right now. I don't know if I can do this anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. I th- let's just lighten the mood a little bit. I think something that's tragic that didn't happen to either of us uh, is something we witnessed. And it's something that other people most certainly have done, especially if the doors are not labeled, but it definitely relates <laughs> to doors. And we're going to have to censor it a little bit because the guy exclaimed some terms that would probably not be acceptable. Yep. We are approaching a door. Brian and I are in a building. Let's just keep it general. We're in a building and there's a man trying to exit said building. So the door, let's be, it was not labeled very well. So you could have guessed push or pull on the thing. Um, something that gives it away is the door handle. But the guy pulled a tragic moment in trying to pull the crap out of a push door and just the opposite side. Yeah, he did. He did not get it right. Took him a, I want to guess a few minutes that he was standing there prior to us approaching him. And then he turned to us and goes, would you guys want to give this a try? Cause I just, I don't think it's working. So Brian took a whole three seconds to push the door. And yeah. we, ex- we exited the building. Yeah. Now, Brian, would you like to add some some things to this? Yeah, I would love to. And we have briefly mentioned this story on a different podcast, but it's so funny that it's absolutely worth saying again. So like Vinny mentioned, we are going to have to censor what the guy actually said. So I'm going to replace the word he used with restarted. Okay. He's trying to open this door. Cannot get it to open. Looked like he was panicked. He was seconds away from calling the cops. He looked afraid for his life. In that moment, turns around and says to me, I mean, do you want to try? That way I at least know I'm not restarted. And mm. I said, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Let's let's see if I can make something happen here. I walk up, I just push the door and it opens. Just absolutely the easiest thing I've ever had to do in my entire life. And then the guy goes, aw, I am restarted. And then storms out and he's like cursing to himself as he's just walking away. He's like, you just had to push the door. Ah, what an excellent moment. What other tragic moments you want to throw out? Let's just get deep. Let's let's do this. Let's get tragic. I mean, if you want me to 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 get deep again, and I know again, if you want me to once again revisit an absolutely terrible thing that happened. God, this just sucked. This was just so unfortunate when this happened. So, Vinny, are you familiar with pressure? Like in the like air pressure? Yes, I'm familiar. And are you aware that cold temperatures result in a different air pressure than warm temperatures yes i'm pretty sure that one offers more peer pressure than the next right <laughs> yeah yeah okay it's uh it's the it's those cold temperatures that they mm-hmm. they don't care they just yep. they will appear pressure the shit out of you so i'm glad we laid yep. that out so basically what happened is i was having some lunch what were you eating uh some sort of pasta i don't know okay Okay. Um, and I put sriracha on, there was chicken in the pasta and I put sriracha on the chicken and put that in the pasta. Really good. By the way, I need to stop for a second here to, to point out some absolute horse shit. 
And that is the fact that Sriracha is actually spelled S-R-I-R-A-C-H-A. I guess it's just Sriracha. Everyone who's saying Sriracha, you're wrong. It's Sriracha. You should get it right from now on. Why'd they do this? I don't know. Just just to confuse us, I suppose. And you know what? It worked. It's all sauces, too. It's Worcestershire. <laughs> I, yeah, I can't even. Worcestershire. Worcestershire. Uh, vodka sauce. That one's a tough one to pronounce. Oh, God. Panera. Shit. Panera. Is Panera a sauce now? Yeah. No, it's just it's, a store. Yeah, it is, it is definitely a store. I didn't know it was a sauce. It could be a sauce. It could be. It could be. I have not examined every single sauce out there. Were right. you going for marinara? Is that what you were thinking? Was, of? You know, I was reaching for a sauce and that <laughs> came to mind, but I was thinking about Panera food. And yeah, yeah, okay. definitely messed that up. Because I mean, like I know Chick-fil-A has their own sauce. I don't know if right. Panera does, but you know what, Vinny, for the sake of this, we're just going to say they do. So excellent example. Thank you. But anyway, back to this tragic thing that happened. So hmm. I was sitting outside and I had the bottle of Sriracha outside with me and it was hot out. I was right. holding the bottle of Sriracha and I look for, I, I don't even know why I decided to look down at the bottle, but I did. And the Sriracha bottle just like popped and shot Sriracha up. So by no fault of my own, I got an eye full of Sriracha sauce, had to spend the next like 20 minutes just rinsing my eye underwater. It was just unnecessary. I don't know what I did to be attacked so brutally by the Sriracha I told you, you got to invest in one of those eye-washing stations that school has, you know, just for this, like, specific instance. I never thought I'd see the day that I actually needed one of those, but I was so tempted to drive to the nearest high school and just storm into a biology lab and be like, I'll explain later, just let me use your <laughs> eye-washing statement. And they try to stop yeah. me, and I'm like, it's sriracha-related, and they're like, oh my gosh, of course, go ahead, please. Yeah. Was it spicy no. sriracha by any chance? Yeah, all sriracha is spicy. Is there non-spicy okay. sriracha? I feel like there's got to be mild, and they're not. I don't know. Oh, I might be wrong. Well, you know what? My eyes certainly thought it was spicy, so yeah, that's, that's all that matters there. I just don't think Franks would have done this to you, man. I, that's what I said then, and that's what I'll say now. Franks would not have harmed you this way. Yeah, no, I, I, I believe your response was that actually was my fault because I should have used Franks hot sauce, yeah. and you're right. You're absolutely right. It, it was my fault. I put myself in the situation. I didn't expect this. I didn't expect to be turned on by the Sriracha, but, you know, I got what was coming to me. So maybe I deserved it. Maybe I didn't. Either way, it sucked. Yeah. What else we got, Vinny? I think I'm going to have to paint a picture here, man. Okay. Okay. Like a verbal picture, or are you going to, like, break out a canvas and, and a paintbrush? If I had those items, I probably would do the latter, but let's just do okay. the former for now. The former is the first one, just so people know. Okay, thanks for clarifying. So let's just paint an imaginary picture. Let's call it that. Okay. We are, we're hiking in the woods, right? Okay. You are, I want to say, 0.75 miles into the hike on a two-mile hike. Mm -hmm. And this, and your phone dies. Well, you know, that's, that is the tragic moment. You're lost in the woods. I feel like I would get lost. I feel like I would... Probably, you know, see the signs of the trail or whatever I'm supposed to follow, but get distracted by some kind of squirrel attacking another squirrel, you know, like that kind of situation or yeah. a chipmunk eating a nut, like something like that. I would be very distracted. Follow it. Of course. I just think that anytime our phones die, we're just frightened creatures and we don't know what to do. It's just a tragic moment. Yeah, no, I would definitely agree. And Vinny, it's funny you say that because 
as somebody who is incredibly directionally challenged, as we have laid out in previous podcasts, if I'm outside of a, a 10 minute walking radius of my home, if my phone is almost dead, I'm not leaving because I'm not going to make it back. Like if I'm trying to just like go out in center city or something and my phone is on low battery, I will tell my friends either A, I can't make it or B, I will have to meet you there later because it needs to charge because I'm not getting home if it's not charged. There is just yeah. simply no way that I'm going to make it without my navigation. So I can't even imagine if I was in the middle of the woods. I know people, I think trail signs are a myth. <laughs> because like people always say to me like well just follow the trail signs and i'm like all i see is a blue dot on that fucking tree and i don't know what it means <laughs> right so i can try to follow it but i'll probably end up still making a wrong turn and not see another blue dot and then i'll probably run into a bear and try to ask him how to get out of here and i don't know if he or she is going to take too kindly to that right so if my phone dies on me i'm going to get mauled by a bear and that's it i'm dying with my phone so that's tragic. I feel like the bear would point you to a different colored dot and try to deceive you. He would try to just throw you off of the actual trail. Yeah, you're trying to go down the blue trail that's safe. And yeah. the bear's like, no, take this one. It's cooler. It's more scenic, you know? Yeah. And it's the yellow trail. Two is den. That's what he would do. People forget about the pranks that bears love to pull. <laughs> and that actually is one of them. They love to just deceive humans into going the wrong way. Yep. That's actually really good to know. That's like bear safety 101 is never ask a bear for directions because it will answer you and it will act serious, but it's not going to give you the correct answer. So don't bother. The pranksters, yeah. They did grow up as little youthful, what are they called? Rascals? Little rascals? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Our, our, yeah, we talked about the rascal of the year competition in one of our last podcasts. Are bear cubs allowed to compete in that? I wonder. So I, I have no idea because this is a tragic thing, you know, because your ultimate demise is being lost to bears, you know, I would just honestly, my cause of death would just be got lost. <laughs> like I, that probably will be my demise one day. In all honesty, my phone is actually saving my life every day. You point out something tragic about the way hiking navigation works. I don't understand those those colorful signs. They just put like a post-it yep. note on each tree saying this is the dangerous you'll get halfway down the trail someone will tell you don't take this show go back and take the black one it's like well, what yep. why what's the difference they're all in the woods yeah i don't know doesn't make sense don't even get me started on navigating airports that shit's impossible that took me no less than a year to figure out how to actually navigate an airport <laughs> i might actually be the world record holder for getting lost in the highest amount of airports the most amount of airports okay yeah i would give you that because i would say i was lost for the longest amount of time i would say <laughs> i have that one right now i was lost at long i almost missed my flight going down to florida i was yep. lost yeah yeah people forget that you and i are world record holders they're just not anything to be proud of yeah no this is just things we know about ourselves we'll just inform them you know every now and then yep. we'll tell people just to remind them who the champs are yeah now everyone knows, so not to brag, everyone, but I dare you to try to get lost in more airports than me. Do you get lost in subways? Um, well, I mean, one time I did get lost on a, it was my first time actually using the subway in Philadelphia, and okay. I asked my roommate like how how do i how do I do this? I am incredibly bad at transporting myself properly to an an accurate location. Can you tell me how to do this? And so he told me, let's see if I can remember this correctly. From the stop that I get on, um, I, gosh, I already forgot. I forget, but I think it's west to go to Center City and east to come home. But either way, he actually told me the wrong one. 
So I got on a, on a subway at, I think it was like 30th street and I wanted to come back to second street. And so I get on the subway and I hear the conductor person say next stop 60th street. Oh. And I'm like, uh Oh, that does oh. not sound like the direction I want to be going in. So yeah, I, I hadn't, there was nothing I could do about it at that point. I went all the way to 60th street and then waited for the next subway, got on it, rode it all the way back to second street. And this was because I had a doctor's appointment during work that I was coming back from. And so I'm on the subway and I'm about like eight minutes away from home. And Molly texts me and says, hey, we just got a meeting put on our calendar in 10 minutes. And I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to be off this subway in eight minutes. And then I'm about a 10 minute walk away from my place. I'm going to be late. So this was arguably one of my greatest achievements of all time. We get off that subway I have never moved this fast in my entire life. I was literally flying. I'm not even sure if my feet touched the ground. I think I was actually (laughs) flying. I flew down those stairs, soared around the corner. This is disgusting, but there was actually a massive pile of shit as I was like coming out of the subway, like just down the stairs. Thank God I smelled it. Otherwise I might've landed in it, but either way, avoided it through the door ran sprinted across a rather busy highway but thankfully got an opening to do so the the car gods were in my favor in that moment and i was i just took off and i made it back to my place in two minutes and so i log on to the meeting like 30 seconds late and then the person who actually put the meeting on our calendar ended up not showing up they canceled it (laughs) and i was like so i just did all that for nothing (laughs) Not for nothing, Brian. If you had to do that again, you now know you are prepared to do so again. Yeah, you know, I would add some rolling on top of car hoods, you know, just rolling <laughs> across them like a cool movie, just sliding across them. I would I would throw some of those in though. Maybe some backflips. Yeah. I'm the one who did it, and even I have a hard time believing it. That is the summary of work. If anyone wants yeah. to know what adult life is like, that is what it's like. Yep. So yeah, let's just swing it back to you, Brian. What other tragic moments you got for us? All right, so this finally is one that thankfully has not happened to me, but it's something I've actually seen happening a strangely large amount lately, and this would just be worse than the blueberries and the sriracha sauce incidents combined. Really? And that's going to be falling out of your car. (laughs) So many times lately, I've just been driving to work or driving somewhere, and I just see people just topple out of their car, just right out the window. And I can't really explain the physics behind how it happens, but I mean, we're humans. We're all going to slip up every now and then and falling out of your car, like right. your car is is going to then crash and you're going to have to pay for that. It might hurt someone else. And you're going to have so many scrapes and bruises from just falling out of a moving car. Right. That's a triple whammy right there. That's about as tragic as it gets. Or anyone who plays a video game that is like hitting the Y button on your controller. That is like <laughs> driving full speed in a game and jumping out of your car. I can't imagine doing that in real life. That is a tragic moment. Wow. Yeah. You've been seeing this a lot lately. That's what I'm thinking about. Driving 60 and then just unlock my torrent jump. I think we should address real quick the fact that for some reason with a lot of video games, I think it's because like a Nintendo Switch controller and an Xbox controller, the buttons are inverted. Right. So X and Y are flipped and A and B are flipped. And so I can I can never get it right, pretty much. So the amount of times that you and I have been playing like Grand Theft Auto or something, and we're flying at like 100 miles an hour down a highway, <laughs> and I just accidentally 
dive out of the car that I was driving. <laughs> you usually don't even realize it first. And then you just hear me go, oops. And then realize that I'm no longer in the driver's seat of that car. I get curious why I'm driving all of a sudden. It's because my character moved to the driver's seat. And it's because Brian's no longer in the vehicle. And that makes a lot of sense. And it's tragic. Every time it happens, it's tragic. So I guess this has happened to me, honestly, just not in real life like the other people I've seen. It's just been foreshadowing. I can't believe this actually happens. This is unreal. Hopefully they're uninjured by, you know, diving out of the car because who knows what makes them. Maybe they see something shiny on the ground. <laughs> Maybe they drove past something shiny at like 70 miles an hour and they were like, oh, a quarter. I need that. I got to start driving with like riot gear on in case it ever happens <laughs> to me that I just fall out of my car. That way I'm at least prepared. I can at least have a soft landing. They need to put more safety measures on these cars. Right. Seatbelts are not enough. Put like four of those in there. Yeah, yeah. So we wrap this up. And thank you for listening. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for listening, everyone. I hope you, I hope you enjoyed listening to some of my trauma. And I hope if you witness any, any of the other situations we laid out today, try to cheer up their day, even though it's probably not possible. Yes, and take something away from this. Please learn from our tragic moments. Goodbye. <laughs>